make it. Here are your hosts, Cade Carlton and Andrew Bowen. All right, welcome in here on a Tuesday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Streaming online, 953theticket.com. Through the TuneIn app by searching for KDA. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Twitter, at the Ticket Radio Instagram. It's the Ticket Radio Network where you can find us there. Uh, A lot to get to on the show today. We'll recap the College World Series from yesterday and everything that went on there. Uh, Some golf news that broke earlier this morning, so we'll dive into that. We'll touch on some MLB uh, action as well um, and kind of look around at both some national and local news as well throughout the course of the show. Plus, coming up at 2.30, we'll have uh, Curtis Wilkerson of hogsports.com on with us. Um, to to recap last night and get set for uh, tonight in the College World Series for Arkansas baseball. So looking forward to that coming up at 2.30. But first, we'll go across the glass to Ryan, who will get us caught up with some headlines. All right, make it three for Arkansas State football. The Red Wolves and head coach Butch Jones picked up their third new addition in the past week as offensive lineman Tristan Smith announced his commitment to A-State Monday night on social media. Smith is a 2021 Crossette High School graduate who spent last season with Trinity Valley Community College. Meanwhile, Arkansas's four-game postseason win streak came to an end last night with a 13-5 loss to Ole Miss in, o- in Omaha. Peyton Sobel, oh, I said that right, Homer to Ed, and drove in three in the contest. Next up will be an elimination game against Auburn tonight at 6 p.m. And St. Louis could not get the offensive going in last night's battle for this top spot in the NL Central. The Cardinals lost to the Brewers in Milwaukee by the final score of 2-0. The teams continue their series tonight at 7-10 p.m. on 95.9 The Wolf. All right, so last night we had a College World Series action going on in – Omaha, as uh, it was Arkansas and Ole Miss in the uh, in the nightcap last night. Um, talked about it on the show yesterday. Expected it to be a really good, a really close, a really competitive game, and it was. Uh, it wasn't any of those things. Uh, Ole Miss kind of ran away with it last night, as uh, they were able to, uh, to to defeat Arkansas. Uh, last night, uh, we we talked about it on the show yesterday because the game was going on. Then you know Auburn came back and defeated Stanford, so Auburn was able to advance on uh, in the elimination bracket. And then uh, again, we had Ole Miss and Arkansas last night. Uh, you know, I thought going in, these were probably the two hottest teams uh, remaining in in the field in in Omaha, just given the fact that. A month ago, nobody really expected both of these teams to be here, given how their regular seasons were going, uh, and even given how they performed in Hoover in the SEC tournament. And then uh, get to this point in Omaha, and both are, uh, you know, swinging a hot bat. They've gotten some good pitching performances as well. And so it really seemed like it was going to be just a really fascinating matchup uh, last night between the two hottest teams in, in college baseball right now. And I think maybe Ole Miss might have shown they are the hottest team in in college baseball right now because they were pretty much unstoppable at um, at the plate last night. Um, it, and the crazy part about it was the fact that they got so much of their production from the seven, eight, and nine holes. That was what really you know sparked a lot of their 
of their runs last night was how well their seven, eight, and nine hole hitters play uh played in the game uh in fact i think it was their nine hole hitter that may have hit the home run in that five run uh inning last night for uh for Ole Miss so that was the crazy part last night was just seeing the uh the overall productivity of a uh, seven eight and nine in the lineup for uh for Ole Miss as they beat Arkansas uh 13 to five last night in in Hoover so between their uh seven eight and nine guys they reach base safely uh, a grand total of, let's see, five, six, uh, so nine times. They reach base safely a grand total of nine times via hit or walk uh, with Dunhurst, Wood, and Harris last night. So that was a big difference uh, in in the game. And it wasn't like, you know, the top part of the lineup was was bad because uh, Jacob Bench uh, had four hits in, in six plate appearances last night as well. But just that overall production for the bottom of the lineup was, uh, was pretty crazy last night. So that was uh, undoubtedly the best Ole Miss has swung the bat all postseason outside of you know probably a 22 to 6 win over over Miami in the in the super or in the yeah super regional round so uh that was that was kind of crazy to see and the the thing about it was I don't think Arkansas was truly terrible at the plate last night they just could not stop Ole Miss from scoring um you, you know got a good Got some good performances last night at the plate, particularly from Peyton Stovall, who drove in three, had a couple of base hits as well. You had Webb at the top of the lineup that gave you a couple of hits as well last night. And so uh, I did think Arkansas played particularly bad. I will say I thought uh, one of the big differences in the game that might have swung the game on its head was in the bottom of the third. I think Arkansas had runners at second and third. Um, and at that point had a chance to, I can't remember if they were either going to tie it or they could, you know, get it to within a run, hit a ball out to left field. The ball goes foul and was kind of bang, bang on whether it was going to be foul or stay in play. It goes foul. The the guy gets out after that. And then after that, uh, Arkansas does not score again until the bottom of the ninth inning. So that seemed to be a little bit of a, a turning point in the game last night, but it was 13 to five. Uh, Ole Miss with uh, with the win last night over 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 Arkansas. So uh, again, a great Peyton Stovall game last night for Arkansas, but it wasn't uh, enough. And I guess we're kind of in the middle of what is destined to be a College World Series of blowouts. Uh, both games yesterday were. I don't really know if Auburn Stanford was a blowout, but it was decided by four runs. Uh, Ole Miss and Arkansas decided by. Uh, 13 to 5 last night by eight runs. So, uh, I guess a lot of these games are just destined to not be competitive because already right now Texas A&M is up 2 to nothing on Notre Dame bases loaded in the uh, in the in the top of the third. So, uh tonight for Arkansas, they will be taking on Auburn in an elimination game. Obviously mentioned it uh, a few minutes ago. Auburn was able to get past uh Stanford yesterday 6-2 to uh, to eliminate Stanford. And so now we have an elimination game tonight uh, between Arkansas and Auburn. 6 o'clock over 
on ESPN2 uh, tonight. So uh, looking forward to that coming up tonight, and then uh, obviously uh, more baseball to come after these two elimination games tonight in uh, in Omaha. I will say it was cool. You know, they pointed that out on the ESPN broadcast last night. Uh, Ole Miss head coach Mike Bianco had his whole family there. Uh, not everyone was there in 2014, the last time Ole Miss had made it into, uh, into Omaha. So he was able to get all of his family uh, in attendance last night. So that was a, that was a really cool storyline that ESPN had pointed out uh, on the broadcast. And then one thing I noticed on the broadcast too, uh, you could you could tell it over the ESPN broadcast is that the crowd last night was was awesome. I mean the atmosphere for that game looked incredible. You know they had several you know wide shots of of the stadium of the stands, um, and every shot that they every shot that came up last night. I mean it looked like the thing you could not fit a single. Uh, another single person in there. So it looked awesome and it sounded awesome on TV last night uh, as well and continue to just get really, really cool uh, atmospheres from from this College World Series so far this year. I don't remember and watched a good bit of the games. I don't remember seeing a game where it was not sold out and uh, and packed. So that was cool uh, to see last night for uh, for Ole Miss and, uh, and Arkansas. Um an update to the thing that everyone really care, cares about. Um, so the Jello Shot Challenge has been going on at Rocco's across the street from the stadium, pitting all eight teams against each other for who can drink the most Jello shots. So about twenty hours ago, Real Tree bought nine hundred Jello shots for the Ole Miss faithful. And so, at that point, it was Arkansas 4,644 to Ole Miss 4,579 of the Jell-O shots. Uh, not to be outdone, uh, Banded Brands, on the Arkansas side of things, bought 1,000 Jell-O shots and then uh, tipped a really nice uh, amount as well after uh, after buying those 1,000 uh, Jell-O shots. So now the current standings, Arkansas with 6,526, Ole Miss with 5,428. So whoever wins this, it's uh, it's going to be a battle for whoever stays uh, the longest in, in, the, uh, in the College World Series. So uh, so much money has been spent on just some dang Jell-O shots. So uh, – Rocco's is Rocco's is making a lot, a lot of money. Um, as of last night, about twenty hours ago, I think the number was over forty-three thousand dollars spent on these four dollar and fifty cent um, Jello shots. So that has uh, undoubtedly been one of the more interesting storylines to uh, to come out of the College World Series so far this year. All right, uh, we're gonna take a timeout. When we come back, uh, we'll touch on some NFL news that just came out about 30 minutes or so ago. Also, some golf, some MLB, ahead uh, of a conversation with Curtis Wilkerson that's coming up uh, here in less than 20 minutes, right here on the ticket. We're not ready to go to the closer just yet. More of the setup coming up next on the Ticket Radio Network. Jonesboro's first and best free fireworks show is coming back to Joe Mack Campbell Park. It's all during Fourth Fest 2022, presented by NEA Baptist, Super Sam's Fireworks, and the Baird Auto Group. As always, we'll start celebrating our independence one night early with free fireworks on Sunday night, July the 3rd at Joe Mack. Yes, Fourth Fest starts on the 3rd with free fireworks at 9 p.m. Then the fun continues Monday morning, July the 4th at 9 a.m. with the return of the red, white, and blue color run. It's only $10 per person, and registration begins at 8 a.m. 
A portion of the proceeds go to the United Way of Northeast Arkansas. It's all at Joe Mack Campbell Park with free fireworks at 9 p.m. on July 3rd. And the red, white, and blue color run July the 4th at 9 a.m. It's Fourth Fest 2022, presented by the Baird Auto Group, Super Sam's Fireworks, and NEA Baptist. And also sponsored by First National Bank, Gazaway Ace, Mr. T's, JT White Hardware and Lumber, George Kell Motors, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Hijinks, Collision Repair, Jim's Pawn Shop, Hilltop Family Dentistry, Glen Sane Motors, NEA Golf Cars, Elite Eye Care, Calmer Solutions, and Power Broadband, and First Financial Mortgage. Central Toyota has your vehicle and your back. And call Central Toyota today to schedule your service appointment. Don't put off tomorrow what can be done today. Central Toyota Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Toyota. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Toyota. Schedule your service needs today on Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centraltoyota.com. Hi, this is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the Moore same-day guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee that's the more assurance guarantee creating comfort one home at a time 870-336-2023 you deserve more don't sell for less EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lord at eabjonesboro.com that's l-o-r-i-e at eabjonesboro.com and get your future moving in the right direction plus get a two thousand dollar signing bonus if hired become part of the largest media group in the state apply today eab jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer it took me a long time to be able to say chandler has cancer because that is such a scary word saint jude takes care of absolutely everything and knowing that we don't have to pay for all of the medical expenses, that's huge. St. Jude allowed me to focus on being a mom to Bryce. And sometimes I'm just in awe of the impact St. Jude has, not only on this community, but the world. St. Jude is uniquely positioned to advance the cures of pediatric cancer, I think better than any other institution in the world. The contributions make a big difference. Donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. We have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps stand ready to defend the American way of life. The few, the proud, the Marines. We're always rooting for overtime round here. Now let's get back to the setup. All right, welcome back as we continue along on a Tuesday edition of the show. Here on the Ticket Radio Network. Um... 
So some interesting news has has come out today. Coming out just about, I don't know, an hour or so ago, we got a little bit of NFL news. I don't know that it's truly surprising. Um, but Rob Gronkowski has officially announced his retirement from the NFL uh, again. So remember a couple of years ago, you know, Rob Gronkowski after the 2018 season, when he was 29 years old, announced his retirement from the New England Patriots. And then obviously, uh, when Tom Brady left New England and went to Tampa Bay, uh, you saw Rob Gronkowski uh, come back into the NFL. Uh, so he announced uh, earlier today, about an hour or so ago, that uh, he was officially calling it quits once more in uh, in the NFL. So uh, we'll see if if this is indeed the end of, of Rob Gronkowski in the NFL. I, I did think it was interesting. Adam Schefter has already put out a report um, saying that he talked to Rob Gronkowski's agent, and his response was, quote, it would not surprise me if Tom Brady calls him during the season to come back, and Rob answers the call. This is just my opinion, but I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back during this season or next season. So, uh, it is pretty funny that Gronkowski announces his retirement and not even 20 minutes after the official announcement comes out, uh, Adam Schefter has a report that potentially uh, he may not actually be done after all and may come back if Tom Brady gives him a call next year. So uh, I did think that was uh, funny. But for right now, uh, Rob Gronkowski's NFL career is over. He ends as a four-time Super Bowl champion, a four-time first-team All-Pro member, a five-time Pro Bowl selection, third most in receiving touchdowns by a tight end, and he has the most 100-plus yard receiving games by a tight end with 32. So, uh, undoubtedly a Hall of Fame career for for Rob Gronkowski, Um, and if it is indeed the end, he's going to end with 9,286 receiving yards to to his credit and also with – 92 touchdown grabs uh, in his uh, in his NFL career. So uh, that's the latest news coming out of the NFL today. Rob Gronkowski himself put out a statement uh, confirming the reports uh, a few minutes ago as as well. So it looks like indeed uh, Rob Gronkowski's uh, NFL career is done at least at least um, for now. Um, that wasn't the only bit of interesting news that you know, came out uh, today. Uh, earlier today, we saw another addition to the live golf circuit. Um, it was, it, there started being, there started to be stuff come out last night. Uh, Brooks Kepka, I don't know who caught it. One of the golf accounts uh, caught it last night. He took out, uh, you know, in his bio, it said something along the lines of, you know, a PGA Tour play or something like that. Uh, he took that out of his bio last night. And so a lot of people were, you know, raising the question mark of does this mean he's off the PGA Tour? Um, Does this mean he's just trolling with everyone in the midst of everyone departing for the PGA Tour to go to the Live Tour? What does all of this mean? Um, And earlier today, we got confirmation from a few different sources that uh, Brooks Kepka is indeed going to depart the PGA Tour uh, to the Live Tour. You know... This was kind of something that probably should have been expected 
given the fact that Liv signed his brother Chase Kepka. Uh, Chase Kepka actually played the first Liv event a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so this is something that probably should have been uh, expected, but still a, a little bit of a surprise given how hesitant uh, Brooks Kepka was to commit to the live tour and seemed to be just frustrated with all of the conversation going on around the live tour uh, in his uh, in his press conference ahead of the U.S. Open uh, last week. So from that perspective, I guess a little bit surprising, but not surprising overall. Uh, also, Abraham Answer has joined Brooks Kepka in going to uh, the live tour as as well. So uh, that came out this morning. There was also a lot of rumors over the last week or so that Colin Morikawa was going to be one of the guys that departed for the uh, the live tour from the PGA Tour. Uh, he put out a tweet this morning, pretty much stating his loyalty uh, to the to the PGA Tour. So it does appear that uh, Colin Morikawa is uh, is going to be one of the guys that that stays on the tour, judging by um, his his response earlier. Uh, earlier this morning he actually did kind of have a little bit of a um, a funny tweet this morning uh said just your number 11 money winner on the pip here to say good morning to everyone last week at my press conference i said the media loves creating drama sure enough i woke up this morning to everyone thinking i'm next not to say i told you so but i told you so to state for the record once again you're absolutely wrong. I've said it since February at Riviera that I'm here to stay on the PGA Tour, and nothing has changed. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'll have to go pour some cereal into my milk. So, uh, Colin Morikawa has uh, pledged his loyalty to uh, the PGA Tour, and looks like, indeed, uh, he is going to be uh, staying on there. We also did get some interesting news today uh, about how the PGA is going to go about uh, competing with the the Live Tour uh, and basically, it centers around the fact that they are going to make it uh, quite the incentive for guys to be inside the the top 50 starting in 2023. So, uh, top 50 guys in FedEx Cup points will get the opportunity to play in bonus events after the season is over to have a chance to make, uh, obviously, more money. So uh, there's going to be a few bonus events uh, beginning in the fall of 2023, uh, some of which are going to be up to $20 million uh, in in total purses, uh, paying you know a bonus to the winner uh, of all of these events. There's going to be 15 different events uh, after the season is over in 2023 for uh, these top 50 guys to play in and have a chance to win uh, additional money. So that's been the PGA Tour's response, uh, at least now, to uh, the Live Tour and everything that is uh, that is going on there. And then the rest outside the top 50 are going to be playing for uh, priority numbers and to keep their, uh, keep their tour cards. So uh, obviously a move for the PGA to try and protect their best guys and keep them happy and uh, making money on tour. And uh, we'll see that in action after the conclusion of the 2023 uh, PGA Tour uh, season. Undoubtedly, though, the Portland Live event next week is uh, is going to be quite the uh, interesting event now with uh, Brooks Kepka uh, signed up for that as, as well. So that's the latest there uh, in terms of what's going on on the golf side of things. Uh, from an MLB perspective yesterday, Kind of a light slate in in Major League Baseball, as you would expect on a Monday night. Um, 
the St. Louis Cardinals fell game one to the Milwaukee Brewers two to nothing. Um, I, I think anyone could have expected going in that this was going to be a pitching duel, a pitching duel uh, between the Cardinals and the uh, the Brewers yesterday. Miles Michaelis was on the mound for St. Louis. Corbin Burns on the mound uh, for Milwaukee yesterday. Uh, it was a two-run home run at the bottom of the fifth for the Brewers that gave them a two-to-nothing win uh, over the uh, over the Cardinals. Corbin Burns went seven innings, no earned runs, and ten strikeouts in the game uh, yesterday. So continues having a really good season there in Milwaukee. Meanwhile, uh, Miles Michaelis went six and a third. That a couple. Uh, uh, earned runs as as well. It was a really light slate uh, last night in in Major League Baseball. Again, not much going on. Uh, more games going on tonight. But the number one thing that did come out of of last night in Major League Baseball, uh, the Pirates and the Cubs were playing in Pittsburgh. The Pirates, I mean, walloped the Cubs. It was twelve to one. The game wasn't close. Um, the Pirates scored like three in the bottom of the second inning I think and then uh from from that point on the game was the game was not close but in the middle point of the game we had about a two or three minute delay because a squirrel ran onto the field uh, they never actually caught the squirrel the squirrel wound up getting away uh it was like a three minute delay as the grounds crew was chasing the squirrel down in left field uh the squirrel wound up getting away but that was uh, the lone exciting point last night in uh in Cubs Pirates because that turned out to be an absolute blowout as the Pirates won 12 to 1 uh, over the over the Cubs so uh Continue to see uh, the uh, the gap in the NL Central between one, two, and everyone else uh, continuing uh, to widen throughout the course of the uh, of the summer months. And that's what went on last night in the MLB. We do have uh, college baseball going on right now. Uh, elimination game underway in Omaha as it's Texas A&M 3, Notre Dame 0, uh, going to the bottom of the fifth. And that one, Texas A&M just got three across in the uh, in the top of the third. And so we're going to the bottom of the fourth uh, with Texas A&M up 3 to nothing on Notre Dame in that game. All right, uh, we'll take a timeout. Uh, when we come back, Curtis Wilkerson of Hog Sports will join us next, right after this, on the ticket. Terra's icing down. Bobo's in the pen. But Kate and Andrew are dealing. Play ball. The setup continues right after this on the Ticket Radio Network. That's baseball. Hello, this is Angie Gallagher with United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. Springtime is here, and if you've been dreaming of owning riverfront property, here is your chance. We just listed two lots on the Spring River at Ravenden for only $36.5. Water and power are also available. Riverfront property doesn't last long, so call me today, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159. And don't forget to check this property out on our website at unitedcountryozarks.com. And that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hawkeye alignment machine. Plus, every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE, 972-TIRE, or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center, Parker and Caraway, Jonesboro. Gail and I have been very busy following the high school basketball team with her granddaughter playing basketball. We lost the final game of the regional tournament. It was a great game, pulling out of the gym that night. I said, it was a great game, even though we lost. And Gail said, buckle your seatbelt. 
And I said, my seatbelt is buckled. And she said, the thing keeps dinging. And I said, maybe you need to buckle yours. That was funny. Glenn Sane and God bless our troops. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. Grilling season is here, and Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with name brands like Traeger, Weber, The Big Green Egg, and Blackstone. Get free assembly and free delivery now at Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community, bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place, and your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future, building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Here's Brian with another great thing about working at NEA Construction. The non-judgmental attitude of the owners, the willingness for, for someone to go out of their way to help you in every aspect, not only just on the job, but in, you know, in life and focus on another issue inside your life other than just the business side of it. That's really what surprised me the most. NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565 or visit NEArkansasConstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal opportunity employer. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org action. It's not too early to talk to your child about drinking. For tips on what to say, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. It's the fastest hour in sports talk. Now back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, halfway home on a... Tuesday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. And that means it's time to go to the Ritter Communications Hotline and welcome in our friend Curtis Wilkerson of Hog Sports into the program. Curtis, how are you this afternoon? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you today? Doing good. Uh, good to catch up with you as uh, as always. Uh, especially good to catch up because we have a baseball game to talk about that's going on uh, in a few hours uh, tonight. Uh, obviously, though, you know, last night it was uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss. You know, I think a game that was highly anticipated and talked about a lot over the last couple of days. But it was Ole Miss that won uh, thirteen to five last night uh, over the Razorbacks. So. What were your just kind of overall thoughts and uh, observations from what we saw last night uh, from Arkansas baseball? Well, one, I, I think it's just kind of the craziness 
of baseball when you think about how this entire tournament has has shook out and the way things are shaping up in Omaha you know the the lower seeded teams won all four games in, in the yeah. first round here at the College World Series and that's just not surprising with the way this thing has been played it's all about who's playing the best baseball at the time uh and Ole Miss is just I mean they are white hot right now and uh, it's a team that's that's figured some things out with their pitching I, I think they've got two of the best starters in the field right now uh the hitting has really come around for them uh, and they were up for the challenge last night. And, and on the other hand, Arkansas, who's really turned a corner, and I think that started with them figuring some things out on the pitching in their own, uh, kind of fell back into some old habits against the Rebels last night. Ten walks. You, you can't do that and, yeah. and expect to win baseball games at this stage of, of the tournament. And uh, and they struggled with that. You know, went with Zach Morris uh, for the start. You kind of thought maybe that was going to be Will McIntyre with the way he pitched in Chapel Hill. Uh, but Ole Miss struggles against lefties. Morris has been solid. He's a strike thrower. But you could tell early on he just didn't quite have command of his breaking ball, uh, ran into some trouble there. And then that was a common theme throughout the rest of the night. You know, Arkansas scored five runs, uh, definitely left some on the table. Uh, but I think they did enough to keep themselves in the ball games. But, you know, when you're dishing out free passes, uh, that can that can pile up on you in a hurry. And that was the case for the Razorbacks last night. And, uh, the good news is about the College World Series is double elimination in this first round. They do have a chance to play again. You know, you talked about the pitching last night, and, you know, I think that probably has to be a little bit of concern going into today. I mean, Arkansas used seven guys uh, total last night, six guys out of the bullpen. And so, you know, the number of pitches that the or pitchers they used, the number of pitches thrown kind of racked up uh, last night in that game. And I'm sure that has to be at least a little bit of a concern today on a, uh, on a quick turnaround. Yeah, and it's probably frustrating because you, if you think back to Saturday, you know, Connor Nolan threw an absolute gem. Uh, you know, he's, I think, under 80 pitches, and he pitched into the eighth inning, and, and you know, they only had to use a couple other guys there. So coming into that Ole Miss game, they were in fantastic shape. But you know, when you're not able to get your starter out of the first inning, and, and listen, you know, Zach Morris is probably more of an opener in that situation. Yeah. I don't think they were going into that expecting, you know, six innings out of him, but you know, at least get through the lineup once, maybe get three or four solid innings and uh, couldn't find it. And, and then it was the trickle-down effect, like you mentioned. You know, Ramage struggled uh, last night, went back to Jackson Wiggins. He's had command issues, and, and those red suck we had again. Uh, and so they did go through a lot of arms. And I do think some of it down the stretch, once the game was a little bit out of the hand, it was strategery, maybe. Uh, you saw a couple guys come in there from Arkansas that, that haven't pitched much this season or, or maybe were relegated to midweek roles. So they could save some arms. And you think about this Auburn game tonight, and Arkansas has announced they're going to start Will McIntyre. Obviously, I, I think that's a smart move for them. Uh, you still have Hagen Smith in there who hasn't been used yet. Brady, Brady Tiger who hasn't been used in this College World Series. So they've got the arms, you know, I, I think to get through tonight just fine. But the problem is you got to win three games now in three days. And that's really kind of pile up on you in a hurry. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see if Arkansas is fortunate enough to get by Auburn tonight. How are they going to navigate what would need to be two victories in a row over Ole Miss the next two days to move on to the championship? It's going to be difficult, to say the least. They're probably going to need to swing it and score a bunch of runs. Well, uh, you know, I didn't think Arkansas played or you had a terrible night offensively last night. You know, they scored five runs. Obviously, that wasn't enough, but it has been interesting to watch. You know, we've talked about Michael Turner and how great he has played for Arkansas this tournament, but it has been interesting to watch, you know, Peyton Stovall at the plate for Arkansas 
it seems like every game we're seeing him have a multi-hit game, whether it's two or three hits. Last night, you know, he gets two hits, uh, drives in uh, some runs as well, and a guy that is really, really swinging it well right now uh, for Arkansas at the plate. Yeah, that's a good call on Stovall. You're right. He is really swinging it well. I think that's huge for this Razorback team, especially where you have him placed now towards the bottom of the order. Uh, you know, Arkansas, we've talked so much about this, the potential of the lineup, uh, and maybe they hit into some tough luck early in the season. But I think it's fair to say throughout the course of the regular season, they underperformed. They've really been coming on as of late, and you're starting to see that link in the lineup that you thought maybe you'd see throughout the entire year. Uh, there are no easy outs, and, and they put pressure on you. Uh, you know, they're they're deep, uh, you know, one through nine. There's not an easy out there. They're starting to hit for some more power, some more timely hitting with runners in scoring position. And having a guy like Stovall down there, they'll shift him around a little bit. Sometimes he bats eight, sometimes he bats six. But in the bottom of the order there, a guy that's swinging it like that, he's starting to, to flex some of that power, which is something that you knew was in there, but you didn't see as much from him, maybe as some of the other guys throughout the course of the season. Uh, he's been gapping it and, and taking the ball over the fence more in the postseason. Uh, I think that's huge for this Razorback team. And obviously, you know, for their prospects moving forward in this tournament. So tonight, it's uh, it's going to be Auburn. Obviously, Arkansas has seen uh, Auburn already in the year, but I, you know, I don't know how much you could take uh, anything away from what you saw in in the regular season. Uh, an Auburn team that is is coming off a six to two win over Stanford yesterday. So, what are your kind of expectations for uh, for what the Razorbacks are going to see tonight uh, against Auburn? Yeah, I think you know it's a, a good matchup. All those games in Auburn were competitive earlier in the season and you know like you said how much can you take away from that i don't know i mean i think both these teams have matured over the course of the last few weeks but uh it's going to be a good game you know arkansas has responded really well with their backs against the wall here in the postseason and and you know it's it's a group that even though they haven't won that elusive college world series championship they've been there so many times and uh, you've got the experience of dave van horn so you kind of get a sense of calm and confidence with them. This is a little bit newer to this Auburn group that's really you know, come out of nowhere this season yeah. extremely well. How will they respond in that moment? It's going to be really interesting to see. Um, I think we're going to see personally a, a good amount of offense tonight. I like the way the Razorbacks are swinging it, and, and you know, hopefully for them that, that carries them into this, uh, this next game against Ole Miss tomorrow. Talking with Curtis Wilkerson of Hogsports.com. We'll shift gears a little bit here. Obviously, uh, we've talked about it throughout the course of the month, but June has been, uh, you know, a busy month for for Arkansas football and the recruiting trail. So, what's uh, what's kind of the latest there uh, from the football side of things? Well, you know, as, as soon as you start to get those visits rolling in, and, and Arkansas had a lot of them. You know, several dozen guys coming in in, in June alone. Uh, a lot of times that comes with commitments, and that's been the case for the Razorbacks. Uh, they have had, you know, uh, a couple commitments here over the last few days. The most recent, uh, you know, a, a lineman out of the state of Georgia, Ian Gethard, uh, big, big man, six foot six, three hundred and fifty pounds, big. Uh, Arkansas, Sam Pittman. They like to have size in the trenches. This is a guy that can play both ways on the line. It sounds like they like him on the defensive line. Uh, nice pickup. You know, he had opportunities with Duke, Georgia Tech, Louisville, uh, Mississippi State, North Carolina, Texas. So a nice offer list there. And, and then earlier, uh, Arkansas struck in the defensive backfield, uh, went in a corner in Christ, or excuse me, a safety in Christian Ford out of Texas. You know, Arkansas likes to dip into that Texas pipeline when they can. 
uh, six foot, 185 pounds, so nice size. Uh, another guy with a nice offer list. You think about TCU, Nebraska, uh, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and, and several others there. So, you know, two commitments over the course of the last few days for the Razorbacks. So Sam Pittman continues that recruiting momentum. Uh, and I don't think they're done here in the month of June. I'd, I'd expect to see maybe multiple more commitments here before the end of the month. I I would venture to guess that they got some pretty good news earlier today with the with the announcement of the Fayetteville NIL Club. Obviously, we have seen the the NIL thing take off in, in a big way over the course of the last year or so. So, what uh, what are they kind of hoping to accomplish uh, with this announcement of the new uh, Fayetteville NIL Club or NIL Club? Yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting deal. You know, I hadn't really heard anything about that until today, and. Uh, I think you're right. You know, the, the popular belief, I guess, is that Arkansas has done uh, pretty well for themselves on the NIL, NIL front. This is something that's going to be a little bit more uh, publicized, maybe. You know, you mentioned it, the Fayetteville NIL Club. Uh, it, it, it's interesting. It's a membership. It's, this is how they describe it. But it's a membership-based community that allows fans to access the player uh, really like never before. They're going to have an on- online community where fans can, can chat and get access to a lot of behind-the-scenes content from all the guys on the team and, uh, you know, just different gear and, and things like that. So, um, you know, Arkansas is just trying to get out in front of this thing and, and be creative in, in the ways that they can maximize uh, just the profitability of, of these student-athletes who, uh, you know, quite honestly, have deserved to have this opportunity for a long time, and, and now they're getting it. So I'm, I'm really anxious to learn more about that and see how they tie it into everything else they've got going on if you think about uh, you know, the, the consortium with the Hunt family uh, yep. and things of that nature. So they're really starting to pile on the opportunities there, uh, and they're doing it at the right time because it's, uh, it's obviously one of, the, one of the main factors now when it comes down to recruiting. If you can set yourself apart early, uh, you're going to be in a pretty good shape to land the prospects that you want. Well, Curtis, uh, as always, appreciate the time. Uh, obviously, a busy month for football recruiting, still baseball going on, uh, NBA draft coming up on Thursday night. So uh, what type of coverage can our listeners find over at hogsports.com right now? Yeah, that's right. All the above. We're obviously, we're going to be locked into that uh, College World Series coverage tonight. We've got Andrew Ellis on site down in Omaha taking care of everything from that angle. Uh, we talked about the football recruiting. I mean, you got to be on your toes. This, this stuff is changing every day. It feels like they're getting a commitment a day at this point. Uh, and then basketball. You know, they're starting to get active in the 2024s. A lot of new scholarship offers coming out. Uh, they released the, the details for this foreign tour over in Spain and Italy. That's exciting coming in early August. And then the draft. Where's Jalen Williams going to go on Thursday night? We're looking forward to finding out. we got you covered over at College Sports. Well, Curtis, as always, uh, appreciate the time and uh, look forward to catching up next week. It sounds great. Looking forward to it. All right. Sounds good. That's Curtis Wilkerson from over at hogsports.com joining us as he does each and every Tuesday here on the show. Uh, If you missed any of that chat, it'll be up following the program, soundcloud.com slash 95.3 the ticket or wherever you get podcasts by searching for the setup. So, uh, as always, appreciate uh, Curtis Wilkerson for for hopping on. All right, uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back, uh, bounce around with a few different things, get set to close out the show after this on the ticket. Our advice, just take the over. I think it's safe to say that I won the bet. More of the setup is coming up next on the Ticket Radio Network. Grain price is still falling. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Market Countdown. 
July corn at 760 and three quarters, down 23 and three quarters, with September corn at 709 and a quarter, down 28 and a half. July soybeans at 1681, down 21, with August soybeans at 1598 and a half, down 23 and three quarters. July wheat at 975 and a quarter, down 59, with September wheat at 987 and a quarter, down 59 and a half. July cotton at 143.51, up six, with October cotton at 120.66, down 448. July rice at 16.12 and a half, down nine and a half cents, with September rice at 16.50 and a half, also down nine and a half. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle 137.82 and a half down 20, with August live cattle 136.25 down 32 and a half. August feeder cattle 175.30 up to 35. September feeder cattle 177.27 and a half up to 47 and a half. July lane hogs at 112.72 and a half up 172 and a half, with August hogs at 109.80 up 192 and a half. That's your EAB market countdown, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes, their age, the way they speak? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not, not excited, excited for summer break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a single father of two who works three part-time jobs and still can't put enough food on the table? Or maybe a mother who cleans offices at night, hoping to find meeting leftovers to take home to her hungry family. Or a war veteran who's having a hard time landing a job and getting back on his feet. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Brought to you by Central Life Sciences, the leaders in post-harvest grain protection. Get stored grain insect protection without the hassle of tank mixing. Central Life Sciences introduces two new products, Gravista Insecticide, a three-in-one product with an adulticide, an insect growth regulator, and a synergist to provide long-term control of problem stored grain insects. Looking for rescue treatments or for short-term insect control solutions? Look no further than the new Sentinel Synergized Insecticide. To learn more, contact your local distributor or visit bugfreegrains.com. Play it again, sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Planning and Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Planning and Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Planning and Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Planning and Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. It's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport. Off Highway 67, exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors, we are professional grade. After I came home from Iraq, I could still hear the booms. Makes it hard to be a good mom. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Naomi Mathis, Air Force veteran. DAV helps veterans get the benefits they've earned. Thanks to DAV, I was able to begin to heal. With the right support, 
more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is being able to be here for my children. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Timeout's over, and we're going to the full court press. Now, let's get back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back here on the setup. As we continue along on a Tuesday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh, appreciate Curtis Wilkerson for hopping on for a conversation. If you missed any of that, you can find it online, soundcloud.com slash 95.3 the ticket or wherever you get podcasts by searching for the uh, setup. So, uh, appreciate him as always for uh, for for hopping on. Um, haven't talked about it much on the show, but just wanted to make sure everyone was updated. Uh, coming up next uh, Sunday night, uh, we are going to have our uh, fourth fest uh, fireworks coming up on a Sunday night out at Joe Mac Campbell, and then. Uh, Monday, July 4th, we'll have our red, white, and blue color run. $10 per person, registration at 8 a.m., and uh, the run or walk begins at 9 a.m. So uh, that's coming up next week, uh, put on by us here at East Arkansas uh, Broadcasters. Uh, Right now in the Men's College World Series elimination game, top of the fifth inning, Texas A&M up 5-0 over Notre Dame. Uh, so the College World Series of blowouts continues uh, so far throughout the course uh, of of the day. Really haven't seen a ton of games that have been even remotely close so far this year in uh, the College World Series, which has been uh, a little bit disappointing. Um, in A-State news, A-State did get yet another commit. Uh, this one came yesterday, I think it was last night, um, as Tristan Smith announced his commitment to A-State, becoming the third commitment to join the 2023 uh, A-State football signing class. Uh, played at Crossit, and then last year was at Trinity Valley Community College in Athens, Texas. Um, a 6'3", 315-pound uh, commit for uh, for A-State in uh, Tristan Smith. So, uh, becomes the the third commit to join that 2023 class for uh, for Coach Butch Jones and uh, A-State football and an announcement he put out, uh, put out last night. So, uh, that was uh, good stuff to see last night as uh, A-State gets another commitment, and this one is uh, from an Arkansas guy uh, coming into that 2023 class. Um, kind of bouncing around a few different things before we get out of here today. Uh, so golf news earlier today, obviously the live stuff uh, took precedence because Brooks Kepka that came out uh, like really early this morning, like 7 30, 8 o'clock this morning uh, was when that Brooks Kepka news broke. But just after that, uh, Nick Faldo put out a uh, put out a statement on his Twitter announcing that after August, he will be stepping down from his role on uh, CBS Sports. Uh, I Everything I've read, it's kind of a stunning move. I don't think anybody really expected uh, Nick Faldo to be stepping down. His contract was up in August, but I guess the general, um, the uh, 
everyone kind of generally thought that he was going to come back as the lead golf analyst sitting beside Jim Nance, but uh, he is stepping down as CBS's top golf analyst and just kind of reading from his statement, it appears that it like this is it. He is not going anywhere else. He is just going to uh, retire and uh, spend more time with family. You know, he talked about in the statement not wanting to be on the road as much. So uh, that was some big golf news today from a broadcasting standpoint is that Nick Faldo has uh, officially stepped down as the lead analyst on CBS's golf broadcast. It will be Trevor Immelman that is scheduled to uh, replace him in uh, in the booth. So that was uh, some golf news that came out earlier today with Nick Faldo uh, stepping down as CBS's lead color analyst. Uh, other things going on last night in Major League Baseball while everyone was watching Ole Miss in Arkansas, we nearly had a no-hitter. In fact, Garrett Cole carried a no-hitter into the eighth inning last night in Tampa. First pitch of the eighth, eighth inning shot right back up the middle for a uh, for a base hit. So, uh, MLB, the MLB app had already sent out the the whole no hitter thing last night, uh, going into the eighth inning, and uh, Garrett Cole uh, couldn't quite uh, finish the game out last night. But uh, the Yankees did wind up beating the um, Tampa Bay Rays last night to uh, get win number fifty first team in Major League Baseball to get their fiftieth win. On the year, they're now fifty and seventeen on the year. So a pretty impressive start for uh, for the New York Yankees. Uh, and then another news today, kind of sad news that came out earlier this morning. Uh, Caleb Swanigan, who had a run there at Purdue where was really good, uh, was at Purdue for like two or three years in the NCAA tournament with Purdue, and then was a late first round draft selection. Uh, played a couple of years at um, with Portland and then played a year with Sacramento before uh, exiting out of the NBA, uh, was the Mr. Basketball in Indiana in 2015 and getting really good at Purdue, uh, but passed away earlier today at uh, 25. So that was uh, kind of sad news to uh, to start the day with uh, that Caleb Swanigan uh, passed away earlier today at, uh, at 25. Again, uh, just to kind of recap, uh, talked about it earlier in the show, but Rob Gronkowski officially out uh, announcing his retirement uh, the second time in his career that he has uh, announced a retirement. This one, though, seems to be one that is probably going to uh, stick, although his agent did say that he would not be surprised if he uh, if he came back next year, if Tom Brady was able to uh, convince him to uh, to come back next year. But uh, we shall see. As of right now, Rob Gronkowski at 33 has announced uh, his retirement from the uh, NFL and undoubtedly will be a first ballot uh, Hall of Famer. So uh, that's the latest there from the NFL. Coming up tonight uh, at 710 over on 95.9 The Wolf. Cardinals, Brewers, uh, Jack Flaherty on the mound for uh, the Cardinals at 710. So uh, that can be heard tonight over on 95.9 The Wolf as those two teams begin game two of their four-game series at American Family Field in Milwaukee uh, tonight. So that'll about do it for us today. By the way, programming note, uh, coming up on Friday, we are going to have a chance to uh, chat with A-State head coach, A-State women's head coach, Destiny Rogers. So looking forward to that on Friday's show 
here on the ticket. That'll do it for us today. The Drive with Brad Bobo is next from 3 to 6. Tomorrow morning, 7 to 10, it's the front row with Budrow. 10 to 12, it's Red Wolf Roll Call. 12 to 2, the Workday Red Zone. Get you back to us tomorrow from 2 to 3. So until then, so long, everyone. Have a great Tuesday.